go ahead and open up your ears, your mind, and whatever else you need. You're listening to Talk Dirty to Me. Hmm. Welcome back. Let's pick up where we left off, shall we? No, I can't hear. Is it playing? It should be playing. Did you hear that? <laughs> yep. Okay. Damn. See, I've grown accustomed to being left without speech. When images of you reach my eyes, I mean time after time. I check and see if my retina are aligned. Check my surroundings for afterlife signs because, damn. You are divine, a smile on a thousand faces when they see the sunshine bright enough to light up hard turns and honestly hot enough to end lives. I know I thought, damn, I might not survive. And not just because your body sings a song that my hands want to harmonize with, master worship and fraternize with, dance satisfy research and memorize with, but your soul has depth and mine has width in the ways I've come to know you. I can't even categorize it like, damn. My mind you soothe and you terrorize it. Are you just being nice or are you enjoying it? Are you aware you're a goddess or just being coy with it? Are mortals just your playground and you like to toy with it? Cause, damn, I don't mind. You can play with me anytime. I mean, I don't know how much that has to do with this podcast, but I wanted to hear it again. <laughs> I mean, hey. damn, I think it's pretty spot Look, on. Writing, write, writing, po- writing poetry about people, for people, because of people, because of like that form of expression of my sexuality. Like, again, a thing that I thought was a real bad problem church wise. I was like, the devil's giving me these devil words in right. my heart. Of course. Justin, <laughs> can you tear yourself up? Yes. Is that better? Is it, is it <gasps> good now? Oh my god! I thought you said I was literally about. I thought you said, Tosin, can you chain yourself up?" And I and he was just immediately like, "Yes." And I was like, "Okay, wait. They have a different relationship." <laughs> I, got, I got rope right there. I'll get it done. I'll get it done. <laughs> it was just so quick. He was like, "Yep," and I was like, yep. "Oh my god!" <laughs> my god. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit. That's it. We gotta, we gotta. Oh my god! But I think you should get your other, the other stuff you gave Sunny. That I'm not. I don't want to mention what it is at all. Okay. Um, dra- Dragon's Breath's good. Dragon Breath is a good place. Ooh. That's nice and simple. Is that a yoga? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's I think it it's is. morning breath. Lion's breath yoga. Oh, uh, I see. <laughs> Nobody wants dragon breath. No, I see. Background music. Nope. Nope. Where is it? Where is it? I would think a dragon's breath, though, <laughs> with all that fire, would be fine. <laughs> It'd be great. It'll it burn burns off all the bacteria. Burns off yeah. all the halitosis. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure I have the words somewhere. I do because I located them all in a website, like a smart Ooh. person. <laughs> Poetizer. Poetizer, yes. Poetizer. Profile. Boom. So this was when I started intermittent fasting. I would just requested people send me prompts to write dirty poems about. And so the prompt for this one was dragons, seashells, jasmine, and silver. Oh, wow. Okay. Nice. And here we, and then here we go. This is me playing it.
Long walks on the beach with waves crashing against the shore. Shore. I see it, but like Ariel said, I want more. I find the conversation around sex to consist mostly of compatibility and biology, but see, I want mystery and mythology, blindfolded and transported to a stone coliseum, unmasked to an audience of thousands, kind of fucking, riding out to the sea, in a seashell, the waves moving our hips as one, while I feel the ridges of the shell against my skin, kind of fucking, again and again, kind of fucking, living in sin, kind of fucking, I want to stare into the silver eyes of a dragon and know that my climax will fuel its fire. I want to tell stories of our passion and people call me a liar and then bring forth the dragon and watch them inquire then expire. I want to bend over at the entrance of a secret jade temple wrapped in the aroma of jasmine and be lured, lulled, and filled with the mysteries within. The tale of my congress should burn like dragon's breath. And so it shall be. Woo! If you're looking into the eyes of the dragon when you come, does that mean you're having sex with a dragon? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Uh, when I look into the eyes of the dragon, I, no, I could be coming near the dragon and just, you know, the expression of my own pleasure um, could be fueling its fire. Good, but that's not what I was talking about. Which poem do you want? The poem that's not made of words. The no! Poem that's not made of words? I sex noises. Oh, you want. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. No, I. So, for context, I've also made a musical album of people sending me their orgasms that I have then written music to. Um, but yeah, if you're not... No, thank you. <laughs> it's just orgasms. I don't need to hear anyone's orgasms that is not married to me. Well, I can't your mind on your artwork. I don't want to hear... Did you send him your orgasms? No, I didn't. No. In my orgasm. I tried. I tried. Casey wasn't about it. Tosin, Tosin is like I don't know if I'm about allowed to divulge things about you. Divulge he, things about he, me? He, I don't care. He, he. Oh yeah, you can wave hands. This isn't live. Uh, Tosin mm -mm. like pillow princesses. I do. I do. Likes what? Pillow prince. He wants a pillow princess or has a pillow has several pillow princesses. I don't know, but you like. I I used to have a bunch, but I, I only have one right now. A pillow princess is somebody that you go to them and you orally satisfy them and you leave. <laughs> oh. Well, I guess technically, yeah, a pillow princess is a term used in the lesbian community for someone who only receives cunnilingus and doesn't return the favor. Uh, so they're called pillow princes, like in that community. And I am just ever just all sensory like we're both on the spectrum and like sex on the spectrum can be odd since sensorily. Mm -hmm. But it also means it can be really incredible sensorily. And the, mm -hmm. the, everything about being like, I don't have to deal with any of the expectations around someone pleasing my body, which has its own set of things, which of course I enjoy. But throwing that all out and just being like, I have a job to do. It's repetitive and pattern matching. And the smells and the feel of it is all fantastic. And I'm a Capricorn and I like being victorious and delivering pleasure onto people. And... I have worked hard enough that I have like hours of longevity into it, so I know I'm gonna be fine. I'm like, it's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. I'm just like, I trance out. It is my meditation. It is my. It is my. What if service. they don't? What if they don't come? That's fine. If they if they don't mind me being down there for hours, I'll stay. Like, oh, it, it's not like a hours? victory. Yeah, it's not a victory march. Oh, totally. My world record is the entire movie Titanic. My. In Which the is last, three hours and 13 minutes. Three hours yeah. and 13 minutes. I love and love. I love my, my current average with the new person is an hour. And so, and I love it. It's grand. Feels fantastic. Amazing. Amazing. And Amazing. <laughs> she has actually offered to be like, <laughs> she, she's offered to be like, now I'm taking you to a party and I'm just giving you your own like throne room. <laughs> 
And I'm just going to bring people to like experience your skill set because the world should know. And I'm like, because it is therapeutic to me. And, and I think yeah. it's therapeutic to other people. And I'm just like, please, it's on the same blank, playing field as giving a massage to me. Yeah. And so. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, do you, do you recall this information later and it brings you sexual pleasure of any kind? Or is it just emotional pleasure and the pleasure of, of giving at the time? Or is there any culmination of release? Or is it like at a, di- a different level? There's uh, every one of those has occurred. I have hmm. climaxed myself eating someone out, like physically. I'm usually like, it is really good for like returning executive function to my person. Like, if I'm feeling like I can't spreadsheet, like give me an hour between thighs, and then I'm like, good, everything's simplified in my brain. I see. Um, so I get that satisfaction. I'm very, 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 very compersive. So delivering pleasure to another person is like really good for my system. And, you know, and like this dopamine hits of like some making someone else feel good is like they're all of those are satisfying. It's great. And I'm, and I'm thoroughly acoustically stimulated. And so oh, okay. in, in my experience, Cunnilingus affords more noises generally. Except for right before climax, then it's usually silent, and then and then really loud. <laughs> silent uh-huh. and then loud. It's like focus, focus, complete. Anyway, um, but yeah, amazing. I love it. Um, tell your, fr- tell your friends. Don't take a, my word for it. Can we take a hard left turn and talk about our test results? Yeah. Yeah. Production episode. So I'll start this time since I went last last yeah, time. Yeah. So we what is yeah. called the McKinsey. Test? The yeah, the Kinsey test tests Kinsey. Y- your level of of where you are in the heterosexual homosexual spectrum. And then what's the other test? The BDSM test. Mm-hmm. The BDSM test, which is like it's it's kind of getting outdated now, but it's it's a good it's a good marker for like the percentage you're into some of the main archetypes of of different types of kinks and fetishes. And so I think it's I think it's a good I think it's a good jumping off point for anybody the BDSM test to just be like, oh these seem to be drawing my interest. Let me what do these mean? What does that look into that more? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you my Kinsey. Well, let's do Kinsey first. I'm a one, which means <laughs> I'm heterosexual with in incidental homosexual tendis, tendencies. Tendencies. With what? Say that one more time. Incidental homosexual. Tendencies, which means what, what, like whoopsie. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. Um, I don't think the Kinsey test can test it this way, but I've had like <laughs> whoopsie. Excuse my game for right now. <laughs> I accidentally brushed my hand against your boob. Oops. <laughs> like, no, what? I. What does that mean? I don't know where this is on the Kinsey scale, but I feel like I've, I've, I feel like uh, pe- penises are the are great. Um, but if I, I feel like if I were to meet the right woman at the right time in my life, I could have gone in yeah. that direction, and I can understand and have like had like random sexual like one or two random sexual dreams about women women where i'm like oh that makes sense but it's not where okay. my, like it's like in, incidental mm-hmm. or like when i do homework in acting class for a scene the end <laughs> okay i see no no no. okay i see i see i got you yeah i, got you. Mm-hmm. I was just that's their wording though incidental yeah, that's okay. their, their wording interesting what are you stephanie um, so I am a three. Uh, I am bisexual, equally heterosexual, and homosexual. Oh, because it's one to six, right? Yeah. So you're equal parts bisexual and homosexual. Right there in the middle, apparently. Yeah. I mean, I've had really. in that? 
Well, no, that's not the one I was disappointed in. That one I kind of figured I was talking about the the other one just because I'm in that world. You would think or I would think not you. I would think I would rate differently. Um, I. Yeah, that I mean, it made perfect sense to me. I think I'm pretty. I, I, I don't know that I really like the hetero or homosexual for me because, uh, I mean, I've been attracted to like a gay man before. Like I, I feel like I fall in love with like what's up here in the brain. I, I feel like it's human beings and people. I don't feel like it's uh, gender oriented in any way. But I'm sure science would say I'm wrong. Of course it would. <laughs> Gender isn't even scientific. We're making it up. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm the same. I'm a three as well, which is what I expected. But I'm also I. I don't. I prefer to use the term pansexual than bisexual as the yeah, deline- as the delimiter sense. being. I do not. Fa- gender does not factor in to my romantic and sexual choices. Right. I was like, it, I have. I, you know, I'm in the queer community. I am often around plenty of trans people. I have walked into many sexual situations where it's going to be a surprise. We're going to find out when we get there, which honestly, it's how yeah. it should be anyway. <laughs> and so and I'm like, I, I, my joke in the, my joke in the outside world when people ask me, you gay, you straight, you bi? And I was like, I'm an equal opportunity employer. So, <laughs> well, we'll see yes. what happens. If you, if you deserve the You're job, right to you'll get it. State. <laughs> yeah we can uh you can start and quit at any time without any consequences which i believe is Casey, what are you i am i'm disappointed in this answer turns out i'm a two okay heterosexual more than incidental homosexual tendencies i wish i was a three so maybe so you're like, like that's cool i'm like whoopsie and you're like I'm, I'm pondering it. Oh. I can tell you, like, I, so I definitely, I like think, I'm like, oh, I hope one day I get the experience of having a sexual interaction with a woman that just never, it hasn't really. You never? So I just realized I lied a little bit um, unintentionally. I, I have had one mediocre, weird sexual encounter with a woman. And in the middle of that, I was like, Oh, I'm straight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got you. Oh, I'm straight. Was it because it was mediocre? Let me stop. Never mind. Nothing. You're like, hold on, Casey. Just have a good one. You'll be be gay. Don't worry. (laughs) Uh, I feel like that's the answer for everyone, though. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I say, like, right right time, right place, right person. And I can see it going that way, but it just didn't. Yeah. Here's the thing. I have. So I think. I think about women because I think they're sexy. I like when I when I want to watch porn, I only want to watch women. Um, like I I'm like, yeah, it would be hot to have sex with a woman. I'd love to do that one day or even two girls and a guy. That would be awesome. But I think what gets me is that that hasn't happened. I've definitely been hit on by women, but they weren't the right one. Um, and it didn't come up in a way that I was like, oh, OK, let's let's do this. Um, but also I find that I think about sex aside, I think about being in a relationship with a woman and that is where I'm like, no, I prefer a man. So it has less yeah. to do with sex and more like, I don't know what it, like, I don't know if it's a chemical thing or like, a ma- like I need a masculine energy as my partner. But like, I think, I think about having sex with women. I'm like, yeah, I could do that. That'd be hot. <clears throat> about being in a relationship with a woman. I'm like, absolutely not i would like that person to be a man the end the end <laughs> yay silently staring at me i was like what i say no no you're oh i was just, I was just yeah it's I, I think that's a common thing like there's a there's a common thing out and about being romantically one orientation and sexually another i used to claim for a long time that like I'm romantically heterosexual. I only would like to build a relationship, a life, and a family with a woman. Um, and I'll have sex with men, right? Um, and, you know, my... <laughs> I mean, it's e- it, it is easier for me to find sexual activity with men than women, so that, like, 
number is larger. So I've had like lots more sex with men than I've had sex with people with vaginas. Um, but and, and recently, like I've just noticed that like, oh, no, I do have crush on men. Just most of them. Most of the time that I'm interacting with men on more than a business level, it's usually like transactionally sexual or they're in situations where like you're not interesting at all. But like I want to go read poems at this whip salon and a DJ. I hope he doesn't watch this because this would be a weird thing to find out. I met this DJ at the salon and I'm like, you are interesting and hot and I would cuddle with you and watch Netflix. That's a weird feeling. I felt that feeling. About a dude. And so, but that's just because I've been like meeting either uninteresting dudes or dudes that are, are obviously wouldn't be interested in me at all. And so, but I was getting vibes and I was like, are we being vulnerable about our past sexual histories right now out here in front of these people? Let's get naked. Um, anyway. Harrison, did you say you are in a relationship with a woman or no? Did I mishear that? Uh, yes, I have two babies and uh, and a partner that I live with, and she you when we met they were gender queer. They've recently been looking into different forms of their own identity, and we're trying out woman and she herness. Um, but yes, I am a I am in a relationship with a womb bearer currently, and then. <clears throat> Did you say womb bearer or womb bear? Rock. Bear. I heard woman bear. Yeah, womb bearer. Bearer. Oh, with a womb bearer. Like a I person like bear. who bears a womb. You, you should call bear. her a womb bear. You're a womb bear. Rock. <laughs> yes, but then if you call him a bear, we're going into a new. Now we got a whole nother thing we got to talk about. No, I'm not going to take my clothes off. That's that's ridiculous. Um. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's... I've read all the different romance novels, as I've mentioned. And when I read, I've read lesbian romance novels. And when I get to the sex part, I'm like, okay, all right. And it's got to be really good writing for me to be right. like, okay. Oh, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> I'm into it. <laughs> Read that paragraph again. I think that's what it means by incidental. <laughs> yeah, the lighting has to be good. Yeah, <laughs> the lighting has to be good. In um, my mind. Should we do the BDSM test? Sure, sure. I. This is so the audience knows who they're dealing with. I'm seventy-one percent vanilla. Is that a thing? It says mm-hmm. it on my thing. And I'm a sixty-five percent rope bunny. Hey. Interesting. Wait, how much, Rope Bunny? 65%. All right. Does Rope Bunny want to be tied up? I guess. Yes, they do. <laughs> I yes, gonna, they do. Yes, they do. I was going to get my rope out, but I was like, that's not going to And before. then I'm 53% prey, which I think might be on the submissive side of the, like, instead of being a predator in the bedroom, like some people, Casey, say me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rock. Prey, primal, and prey are specifically like being chased in the woods type scenes. Oh, yeah, that face. We were answering that question. Really want to be a lamb? Oh, (laughs) I didn't think that that was a question that I answered. Though, if you answered any question that was like along the forms of like, um, you like being pursued, you like being chased, you like the the intensity of being wanted to be well known and effusive. That lines up. If you are a hundred percent prey, that's like chase me in a cabin in the woods and find me in a cornfield. That's like a hundred percent prey. Fifty-three percent prey would be like, kick the door open. Let me know that you really want me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, concuss me against a wall. I can get behind that. When you throw the door against the wall and she's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> But then the dick comes in and she feels fun. She's like, then it's a dick cushion. That's a whole different problem. I mean, there's so many stats on here. I don't have to go through them all. That's, I mean, that's pretty much the, I'm 36% an experimentalist, which I think is accurate because I'm like, oh, well, in the safety of my marriage, if we we got options, we can go experimenting any which way we want to go together, you know? Totally. 
Nice. And I'm th- here's the random ones I don't understand. 13% an age player. <laughs> yep. That, I, that, I that makes sense. I can see that, though. I, that does make sense to me. Like, I like gen- older gentlemen, I assume is what it... No, I think it has to... I be When I see player. that, like... I yeah, I think... Player. I mean, you just played a 15-year-old very well on stage. Oh, fair enough. And, and embodied it and had a blast doing it. Fair enough. And I am a brat. Like, I don't think in the BDSM term, I think in the pure being term. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> it probably goes into the BDSM side of it, I guess. If I were in there. Is that all yours? Yeah. And 0% exhibitionist, which is correct. Anytime they're like, would you like to? And I was like, no, get away. No. <laughs> What's, you your voy- what's, what's your voyeur percentage? Oh, that's a great question. Okay, let's see. I'm going to guess, and I'm going to guess it's 67. You're going to guess it's so specific. 3%. 3%. 3%, buddy. Mm. I'm telling you, I think it's the safety inside here rather than real world scenario. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. Brain, brain imagination voyeur, not real. What's your, what's your vanilla percentage? 71 percent yeah okay yeah that cracks me up I'm that tw- is so on brand i'm 20 percent a sadist oh i would have put oh. that way higher for you i'd have put that way higher for you why interesting i just artistically oh yeah that makes sense i was like i think I, you see the value in delivering pain yeah or pain sense. or pain being displayed yeah, that makes sense. What about you, Stephanie? Yes, Stephanie, what about you? Okay, <laughs> I am 80% brat. Whoa! <laughs> 70% masochist. 67% non-monogamist, which that one was... I, I have questions about that. That's the thing. I wanted someone that knew this world sitting right next to me because I had a thousand questions when I was answering each, each question. Um, I'm 65% submissive, 60% vanilla, and everything else is nothing. Like 7% rope bunny, 5% experimentalist, 4% exhibitionist, 3% degradee, 3% slave, and 0% all the way down. That's so- 3% degradee? That makes no sense to me. <laughs> it does to me. It does that one. Act, those make sense, but then like, I didn't think I would be sixty percent vanilla. That mm. is wildly a lot. That did you take? A, the, did you take the really long one or the short one? The really long one. Mm. I wonder if it's. I I wonder if it's. But actually, but when I think on it, because I made me think on it, I think that makes sense. Like, because you're in a like a committed singular relationship, right? I bet you yeah. do a lot of those like sex with multiple partners. Totally. Questions. Yes, and like I think the non-monogamous part that makes sense when it comes to play partners because there's in my mind I don't think I could ever just have one. That would be strange. I wouldn't want to be committed to someone in that world in that way. But I'm I feel like in my life I'm a wild monogamous because <laughs> I really do enjoy that. Like wild. I, I love it. I've been with my I've been with my husband for thirteen years and I'm obsessed with him. Yeah. Well, obsessed is a strong I'm, word. I'm, I'm not obsessed, obsessed but what? Sorry, go ahead. I'm surprised how low your submissive number is. What was it but again? The brat number's real high though. Yeah. So I I also my submissive number was sixty five percent. Um I I think that does have to do with Brad because I really do, I really do not like the tell me what to do thing. Like I, it's, so it, it is a little confusing. I understand that, um, but I, but sometimes that that comes with like I like to not do what I'm told because I enjoy consequences. So right, right, is, right. But also, I don't have time to like do the things. Like I'm not gonna write lines. I'm not gonna do that shit. Like a lot of people in this world do. I'm like, no, no, let's just, what's the second dose of medicine? Let's just, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, 
Oh man. Well, Casey, but you're I'm not like that in my real life. If a, if Carol told me to write lines, I would write lines till the sun came up. So mm-hmm. it's strange. It is a different world. It's a Wait, different. Who's, who's Carol? Oh, sorry, I forgot. Uh, There's <laughs> I forgot. Not everyone is in my acting class. <laughs> my <laughs> our acting teacher. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Well, yeah, that... How about Tosin? Tosin, what are your numbers? Okay, uh, we'll, we'll go from the bottom. Twelve um, percent prey, which makes sense. Twenty-three percent vanilla, which makes sense. Thirty-one uh, percent boy girl, which I can tell that this is old because that should be higher. What uh, does that mean, boy girl? Like I like being called a good boy, and like if on the on the submissive side of my situation, I, I enjoy <laughs> being taken care of as a. Small child, 33% masochist, that's about right. 36% row bunny, I guess. Um, 39% slave, sure. Hey, I'm more of a rope bunny than the guy that does rope. <laughs> well, a rope, a rope bunny is someone who is tied up, right? A rigger oh. is someone who does the tying. Uh, uh, 39% slave, sure. 46% pet, sure. 62% submissive, that sounds right. 64% degradee. 67% master mistress and experimentalist. 73% sadist. That should be higher now. 78% age player. Sure. 79% owner. Yep. 86% dominant. 94% degrader. 98% brat. I don't know if that's Ooh, accurate. 98%. That's a big percentage. I don't know if I would Dang. say that. I, I don't. You know what? Yeah, they're right. I just haven't had enough. I haven't had doms as much. So, but the question's not right. Ninety-eight percent switch, de- definitely should be like hundred, but I don't take it. Ninety-nine percent hunter, which is the other side of prey, right? And then a hundred percent of the rest of these, which is non-monogamist, daddy, mom. A hundred percent. Yeah, totally. I didn't even know that could get up that high. All the way, <laughs> and and um. 100% daddy mommy, 100% rigor, voyeur, brat tamer, and exhibitionist. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And, and on the, non-mon- the non monogamous thing, non monogamous doesn't, wouldn't mean that you wouldn't be obsessed with your um, husband. Because I don't think. If we, took, if we took a traditional monogamous family and tried to add in the caveat of, but. You know, I have several partners who spank me non-sexually. That a lot, plenty of monogamous people would be like, <gasps> "Oh, uh, I would think most." <laughs> <laughs> and and I think I think that spectrum of, I think people should look at non-monogamy as, along that spectrum of like it is not a non-monogamy is not saying I don't su- I don't super care about this one person that I'm focused on or that I spend most of my time with or that I'm building a particular type of world with it just means that i do not expect them to fulfill all of my needs uh romantically and physically right. which is the which is the case in what with where you're at there are things that are you know yeah. only you and your and husband I, do for sure 100 percent. and i think too for me it's um i guess the end goal for me would be to be able to bring it in comfortably into my marriage in a place where um you know, there's that trust and that hope that, or that um, certainty that I'm not going to wake up and be like, oh, I'm completely turned off by you now because of what we did last night. You know, like I, I think that that is something that, and then also because I was raised religious and I did not have sexual partners, I didn't have sex for the first time until I was 22 years old. Um, I, yeah, I, I, uh, I don't have a, high list of sexual partners uh this is like my i feel like i'm like reliving my odd teenage years in a very weird kinky way like i'm i'm same experimenting with people it just doesn't it's not it's not the way that everybody sees it my kink doesn't involve like penis and vagina or orgasms uh for me and for a lot of spankos like the cry is the catharsis um I'm not going to speak for everyone. That's me, but I've talked to other people who also have that same feeling. Um, and so 
there's a part of me that hopes I could get to a place where like sexy spanking was a thing. And then I would love to do that with my husband, but I am mentally not there. I don't mm. desire that mentally right now. It's fully discipline. It's fully, fully discipline is really the only way I know to describe it now. Yeah. Is there I'm, aftercare for those experiences? So, yeah, I can take or leave aftercare. I'm kind of a, sh- I will do it as a kindness to my partner. Um, I don't mean it. <laughs> Why well, So the partner that's, thank you. So for people who don't know, aftercare is like once you've had an experience with someone, like if you get spanked or spank the shit out of someone, aftercare is a moment where you like cuddle and hug and talk about it and have a moment of like sweetness and recovery. Yeah, no, I totally get it. And it's lovely when I've heard about it. Uh, I just don't personally, I'm not personally one who is looking for that at the end. You know, I, I've Which I heard. Which makes me sound like a cold bitch, but. <laughs> nope, I hear the same thing. Most of the people who are, or request aftercare most often are heavy tops. And so like, yes, I, I definitely, I definitely need like, I don't necessarily need it right after, but I definitely have like a reassurance period after I do any like pretty heavy yeah. degradation or scenes. Like I need, I need a, like, I need you to tell me that like, I know you're a good person. You don't feel this way about me and I'm fine. And you didn't right. traumatize me for right. the rest of my life because it's like, it requires it was like <laughs> the funny thing is the exercise that we use in musical improv for teaching villainy oh, is real similar to the conversation about aftercare and like sadism. <laughs> so for those, I mean, what who, extra exercise? Whenever you're teaching people to be a villain in a hero villain story, we do the oh. we do the we do the kill the fake puppy exercise. And it was like we all know we're good people the here. What? Yeah. So the people will if you're doing an improv scene and I need to be like Stephanie, you're a bad person and you're never going to get anything that you want so that the audience cares about you, that it's hard for newer improvisers because they feel like they're being mean. So people, improvisers have a really hard time playing a villain because for some reason they think it's real. Oh, interesting. I guess I can see that. Source material is generated through your being rather than through Mm -hmm. an outside writer. So because it's sourced there, people are like, oh my God, this is revealing my deepest instead of feeling that they're channeling story. As a young improviser, I know I had trouble with it. And the only way my teacher got me out of it was in the middle of a show. He started endowing me as a terrible terrible character like ripped off his ear i was awful he made me the super villain and then we had the show and at the end of the show we kind of reconciled and it was so rough for me at that reconciliation moment i started crying i was like i'm so sorry i did all that to you <laughs> and now that is fascinating I, yeah, it's weird and now i only ever want to be the villain yeah, yeah. dude uh, on brand but that was your literal your, that was your literal villain origin story like <laughs> <laughs> now i'm the devil every time oh, so but yeah no it's, and it, it works the same way within the kink scene right especially when you're talking because a lot of the you know I've, I've had this conversation a lot about like why is it okay for pain and things like that i'm just like well think about you require a certain level of intensity to reach whatever place that you're trying to get to and everybody has different levels of intensity right and so that's why taboo is a thing. Like it's, it has to do with like, it was like, oh, I need to to get to the headspace that I'm looking for. I have to hit a certain place, right? And to hit that certain place requires this amount of intensity. And for people, it's different. And so some people you can just give them light spanks. Some people you can tell them that they're yours. Some people need you to go all the way to the level of like you mean nothing you're worth nothing all of this thing to get to a headspace that is satisfying and cathartic for them and you know what and me as a as a pleasure service switch like my my kink is being is morphing myself into the thing that gives you the most pleasure and so i can get there no worries i can do it i can say the the meanest things in the world and if i and if i know you're enjoying it i am also very much enjoying it but when we're out of the scene and I don't have that feedback, I just remember that I said these things to a human being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I, it's it's good for afterwards to be like, hey, you're great. You're awesome. Casey, yeah. what are Ooh, sorry, Stephanie. No, no, no. I was going to say that might be why I am i don't need it as much as mine's never verbal stuff. It's 
pain. And so, but I have had, I know there's people who are like, if they have hurt you to a certain level, they need to know you don't hate them. They need to know that when we go our separate ways that you are going to speak to them again because, you know, everything was consensual. And, and so I do understand that. I would never deny someone that. It's just something for me. I can take it or leave it. Nice. Um, okay. All right. I am 11% slave. Oh. 23% owner. Owner? Oh, owner of people. <laughs> uh, owner owns pets, properties, and takes responsibility over them on a 24-7 basis. Sexuality is not necessarily involved. In some cases, role play attributes to also, uh, attributes to it. Oh. Uh, so 23% owner, 38% brat tamer. Oh. I buy it. I buy it. I would probably put your brat tamer way higher. I, I, there's some things in here I'm a little <laughs> surprised about, and I think I didn't, I remembered what you said halfway through taking this test was like, answer all these questions as if they were the most desirable circumstances. And I remember that halfway through the test and I was like, oh, what if I did it right? Uh, I would have liked to have known that. I'm gonna retake it. Yeah, that, that's, that's the one that gets people is like, I was like, oh, well, if this only would be if it was like perfect. And I was like, pretend yeah. it's perfect. Yeah, yeah. So I'll retake it and I'll do that. But um, so 23% number, 30, 38% brat tamer, 41% primal hunter. Watch out. Oh. SMC. Oh. <laughs> 49% dominant. 52% vanilla. Wait, vanilla? Yeah. I don't even uh, know where that number comes from. I, wa I wonder if it comes from, I feel like when I think about the things that make someone Man vanilla it's sexual position and monogamy right yeah and, and or scenario not that's not wrong i don't really go off-roading yeah yeah so you don't really go off-roading yeah <laughs> <laughs> also have you noticed i've like 17 times leaned in to hear you better oh me and do you want me to oh sorry oh what's it just why am i leaning <laughs> <laughs> the hell is I, I wasn't gonna say anything i was just like do you uh, have what do you have headphones in stephanie i'm so confused i love it so much okay so new uh, 49 percent dominant 50 52 percent vanilla 55 percent brat oh and th this is correct because if somebody wants me to be their sub i am like earn it yeah okay like, yeah, yeah, yeah trust way i mean like fucking make me that is yes. my response. <laughs> um, so 55% brat, 61% exhibitionist. Oh, that makes sense because you are not wearing any clothes. Do they have a definite, <laughs> do they have a, like a, do they have words next to the exhibitionist? Like, can you click on it or? Yeah, what exhibitionists does... enjoy showing their naked body or Oh, I don't, I don't have the whole thing. I'm sorry. Or sexual activity no, okay. to other people, consensually, of course. Gotcha. Exe exhibitionists typically pair up with voyeurs. Okay. 64% um, mistress. What is mistress? Master sorry. Mistress. Okay, uh, gotcha. Master mistress. Master mistress. Complete control over the life of their slaves. Gotcha. Um... 69% rope bunny, 78% switch, which I'm surprised about. Oh, I'm, not, I'm not surprised at all. I'm gonna put yeah, you 100% switch. I feel like I could see you switch. 85% um, degrader. I'll put that high too. 86% experimentalist. And my highest one is 88% voyeur. Ah. Okay, read, read Voyeur real quick. Voyeur enjoys watching the nakedness or sexual activities of other people. Consensual. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> you said that you listened to a whole spoken word poem from Tosin about sex noises. 
Have you heard? And I don't I, think you, you. I don't think you've heard any of the climax composition. You just knew I made them. Did um, I show you one? You sent me one. I did send you one. That's right. Anyways, that's me. <laughs> No, I thought you were doing the like you sent me one. Don't you remember? And there was like a long pause. <laughs> I don't remember. I'm curious as to why you were I was curious as why you disagree with your switch number. I just don't feel like very much of a sub. It doesn't What was your did it have your submissive score on there? Yeah, it did and it What was it? Um I actually didn't say submissive. It said slave. Interesting, because uh, I've got a submissive. That is interesting. Score. I've got a submissive score I'm on just, mine. It's my lowest one. It's eleven percent slave, and I feel correct about that. Like I will be. This is why I'm confused about the switch because I don't really have a desire to be a sub. But if somebody, like I would be a bratty sub, and if that, somebody, yeah earned it then it would be fun and worth it but somebody can't just be like do this thing i'll be like no you do that thing that that's that is the most you that is the switch motto because (laughs) generally generally switches have like a tendency um and it's usually that tendency because it's easier to execute that tendency because of what they require on the other side so i have a hard time submitting like and fully getting into the headspace without like doing it as a service for someone because I'm a big guy. <laughs> so you, you require a certain level of like pretty strong mental dominance to really get me to be like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm, I'm also very aware that like I, my natural occurrence usually behests, you know, submission. Um, or like I'm persuasive, like I, it takes, it takes a lot of energy from a person for, to really like get me there, but I definitely enjoy it. And, <laughs> and so I, and I feel like it's similar to you, like you're, you know, you're a strong personality, you're intimidating, you're, you're powerful. And it would it's take, terrifying. it would take a, it would take a serious North Pole lumberjack to be like, come here, Sammy, sit down. I'm sad. Actually, that's a good point. If like a really hot, large mountain man came up to me, I'd be like, "Do you need me to get you coffee?" Like Joe Menendello, Menendez. What's the? Mm, what's his name? Doesn't matter. Never mind. Wait, what? Nothing. What? I want to know. I want to know. Too. Going off in a tangent. I was thinking of the um, the actor who played a werewolf in season two of um, oh, man, the HBO show about the vampires. The one with great girl, great story. Um, he was also in Magic Mike Two, and he's a very um like big firefighter. I think he probably played a firefighter in that. You're not. You don't mean Matthew McConaughey, right? No. My slave <laughs> today, but this is my slave texting me back. Oh. oh yeah. <laughs> we are, we're at the cl- the the closing point of the night. Yes. How would we like to wrap this up? Who needs aftercare? <laughs> Bye. No. I feel good. I'm good. I'm good. Thanks, up on us. <laughs> um, no, this is great. We got through our, our introductions. I would like to say that, like, I am going to try to, like, proceed forward on my journey and give updates every week. Um, mm-hmm. I think I'm the only one that has that a journey that can do that. Uh, so I'm going to try to, like, solidify a new date to meet. The, my slave in person so that he may worship my feet yeah. um, and I believe we discussed that next time we're going to be talking about consent it's the next oh, episode lovely we may or may not have a guest on that uh, we have to talk about if somebody has a guest that they know would be good for that um, and so we really would like to get people's your like listener stories and listener confessions you can send an on- anonymous confession about your kink or your fetish or a story you have and we will read it um live or if you want to call in and be anonymous you can say it live um or if you have a story or a fetish you want to share that uh you are okay with being non-anonymous we in you know we'd be happy to uh get some people who want to share their stories 
Uh, we are, this is a Little Renegade Films production. Um, we have other pod, another podcast called Bloodsuckers, and we have other awesome things coming out. Uh, we have a Patreon up already. It's all vampire theme right now. It's all vampire theme right now, but soon um, our producer Taylor will have uh, it made so that there is a Talk Dirty to Me section. So if you would like to support this podcast, we'll keep you updated on when you can uh, throw some kinky money our way so that we can do kinky things with it. Um, Katie, when, where can they find this form to make anonymous confessions? Good call. So two things you can send for confessions or do we have a form for confessions? I'm making one this week. Okay. We're making a form for confessions. (laughs) It'll be up by the time this launches. Fabulous. So there will be a form. So yes, we have one. (laughs) We have one. We have one. We know what we're doing. Smart, dominant ladies. Um, (laughs) it'll be in the link tree. Yeah. Of the little renegade films bio and Instagram. So at Little Renegade Films, there's a link tree and in there, there'll be a Talk Dirty to Me uh, form that you can submit, uh, send your story or your submission into. Um, and we will call you back or contact you if we need to. And uh, please follow us on Little Renegade Films. This is the longest outro ever. And we will be back next week. Well, this is the first one. We're sorting out the kinks, no pun intended on. <laughs> on how the show works and how rapidly these will be produced. But I think I think we're going to try to do it on a weekly basis. So come back. Come, come, come back. Yay. If you can and want to. If you can and you want to. So next, <laughs> so everybody's covering our face up. Bye. Uh, yeah, next week we'll be talking about confession. confession. I'm going to get a hood, too. <laughs> uh, consent. Consent is going to be the topic. We wanted to get that out of the way. We want to talk about introductions and consent and then get all the kinky, kinky, kinky content with other kinky guests. So thank you for listening, everybody. And yes. and Sarah Marie, thank you for being here and making this a reality. Thank you for inviting me. I'm so happy to be here. We wish you all pleasure. Yes, please. Yay. What's our outro? In Bloodsuckers, we go later, suckers. Bye. Uh, we wish you pleasure. Everybody. I'll think on it. <laughs> I'll work on it. I was about to yeah. steal something from the person I did art sex magic with, but I probably should ask them if I could do that. Pleasure is the measure of success is the song she wrote. Oh, that's, that's beautiful. Really, really great. We'll figure out our, our outro later. For now, okay. we'll just say bye. 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 Talk Dirty to Me is a podcast by Little Renegade Films. It stars Sarah Marie Curry, Casey Sammy E. Casey, why don't you sound real sexy while you do it? <laughs> do I? No, why don't you? Oh, why don't yeah, I? Yeah. Like, okay. you, you remember how you read your synopsis? And yeah. You're like, oh, you want me to do it like that? Yes. Okay. Uh, great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Genius. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Talk Dirty to Me is a podcast by Little Renegade Films. It stars Sarah Marie Curry, Casey Samee, Tosin Alafeso, and Stephanie Spoon. Mm. With silent contributions by Taylor Novak. Title and closing themes by Tosin Alafeso. Follow us on the social medias at Talk Dirty to Me Pod. And for more of our offerings, go to LittleRenegadeFilms.com. Ugh.